Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Shalom Yamini. Each week, we will look in the weekly Torah portion to find inspiration that will complement your daily life and intensify your connection to God. This week's episode is dedicated in the memory of the 11 Kedashim that were taken before their time in Pittsburgh last week on Shabbos. Hashem Yimkam Damam. May God comfort their family and friends, their community, and the entire Kla Yisrael. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Chayas Sarah, the life of Sarah, which talks about the burial of Sarah Imenu and the marriage of Yitzchak to Rivka. Many questions come to mind when studying this Parsha. The Parsha's name is called Chayas Sarah, the life of Sarah, and yet she passes away in the second verse of this week's Parsha. How come the Torah names a whole entire portion after the life of Sarah when she passes away in the beginning of this week's Torah portion and we speak about her burial and so on. Another question that comes to mind is that after she passes away, the Pasuk says that Avraham came and wept for Sarah and mourned for her. Five words. Did Tara not have more than five words to mourn for our first matriarch, Sari Menu? Did Avraham not care enough to mourn for longer, that the Torah should be more outspoken about his mourning? Did Avraham not just lose his wife, his partner, the person that Hashem promised that will create the Jewish nation with him? The answer is the answer the way the Jewish people respond to tragedy, like the unfortunate event that happened in Pittsburgh last week. Yes, Avraham did mourn. But what else did he do? He wanted to continue the legacy created by Sarah, her son Yitzchak. And therefore, he sends his servant right away to make sure that his son gets married and continues on the Jewish people and fulfill the promise that Hashem has promised them of making a nation that will be as multiple as the stars in the sky and the sand in the earth. We see exactly how Avraham continued Sarah's legacy by making the marriage between his son Yitzchak and Rivka, because when Rivka came back to Sarah's tent, the miracles that were by Sari Menu, the candle that was always lit, the dough that was always fresh, and the cloud of glory that lived above the tent returned. The Jewish answer to tragedy is legacy, which means continuously in the legacy that it will be forever engraved in our identity, in our Jewish history. Do not let the evil prevail. Do not let it overtake our lives. Create new legacies. Continue on legacies. Start movements in their memory. So their names will never be forgotten from the Jewish people. That is the Jewish answer to tragedy. Continuing legacies. Making them engraved in our identity. So quintessential to our purpose and meaning. They will never forget their names. That is why when a person passes away, we create a Torah in their memory. Because Torah is eternal 
and writing a Torah makes their memory eternal. In our daily life, we must create legacies that will continue on way past us. We must engrave ourselves in the identity of the Jewish people by taking on learning, extra learning, if you do already, extra Torah mitzvahs, charity, creating institutions, because that is the answer to tragedy. Yes, you should mourn, but then go and create legacies and continue on legacies that will be forever in the Jewish people. We should not let such evil prevail. We take this darkness and transform it into light. Take something that is so bad and try to see something positive that we can take out of it, become stronger, more unified. Right now, today, take on a mitzvah. Give more charity. Do something special in their memory and start your own legacy. Start your own legacy that will live on way past you and your children. People 200 years from now will say, I know who he is because he created this institution, this idea that is forever engraved in Jewish history. There's a story in the Gemara about a man who was traveling through some fields and he saw an older man planting a tree. So he stops his carriage and he goes and speaks to this person. He asked him, what is he planting? And he responded, a date tree. The traveler responded by saying, you know, date trees take a very, very long time to bear fruit. Why are you planting something that you might not see the fruit of your hard labor? The elderly man responded, that I was born into a flourishing world filled with ready trees because my parents and grandparents had the foresight to plant for the next generations. And now, I plant for my children and grandchildren so that when they will come into the world, they will have ready trees to take sustenance from and be able to create new trees for their children and grandchildren. There is a great quote by Benjamin Franklin, one of America's founding fathers. If you do not want to be forgotten, do something worth writing about or write something worth reading about. Have a great weekend and a good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening.